Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.33 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you on Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. Brendan Connolly and his group have the Roos Chris in Edmonton and in Calgary. And you can visit uh, the Roos Chris in Edmonton. You can tell Maggie and Taylor and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. Just before we go to Brian Lawton, A text has come in from Epstein's mother, who says, Bob, how come whenever you come back from the road trip, you don't tell any tales about what happens on the road? Oh, Epstein's mother. See, when you're in a support role like this, you you know, you really, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. And uh, which is, you know, when you're a broadcaster, not always the easiest thing. Uh, to be frank with you, uh, you know the old saying, what goes on the road stays on the road? Well, we all know because of things like uh, camera phones and those sort of things, what goes on the road now usually beats you home. So uh, all I can tell you is I leave it, uh, live a very angelic life when I go to places like New York City and Chicago. There is absolutely nothing that I would do that would put me in a compromising position whatsoever. Yeah. Sure. 100%. To our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is our goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Kind enough to switch uh, spots this week because Speck is flying back from Chicago after what was undoubtedly a late night for Mark Spector. I would never throw a teammate under the bus like that. We bring aboard Brian Lawton. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing terrific, Bob. How are you? Good. Aren't you happy that when you played, there were no such things as camera phones? <laughs> I I wouldn't have lasted very long, nor would many players then. But the world is different now, and players have become more well-informed about those types you, you of know, things. You know, the funny thing is that I've had this conversation, like, we are all, you know, in our 20s once. But, exactly. And today's, today's generation, as a, as, a, as a father of both a son and a daughter, may I suggest to you that in many respects, uh, today's generation of girls are far more assertive than the boys are. So, uh, 
You know, I mean, the amount of comical stories I have from my own personal experiences being at places like Barry T's back in the days in the mid-1980s of the halcyon days of the Oilers. I mean, those guys had style. They had panache, and they were inclusive, and they made sure if you kept your mouth shut, you know, hey, like, you know, boys boys are going to be boys. But the, the fact of the matter is the players today are better educated, Brian, than ever before, aren't they? They are. And this year in Vancouver at the draft, being one of the older people on our staff and doing the draft, all the young guys were all over me. They wanted to hit a few of Vancouver's favorite places. I kindly directed them, but I did not attend, just for the record, Yeah, with good reason. Uh, so sorry, go ahead. When I, when I did the Alberta Golden Bears, they had a rule that, so we'd play Friday and Saturday night games out at, out at uh, UBC, and the team flew on Sunday. And they were not allowed to, uh, you know, go out on the Saturday night in Vancouver unless they got the sweep. The Alberta Golden Bears won 40 consecutive games over 20 years in Vancouver between 1988 and 2009. <laughs> uh, motivation comes in a lot of different forms. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So here we are, Brian, and the team's 5-1. and one, And uh, you know what? I, the one, I, I think, you know, there's an old saying in hockey, uh, goaltending 70% of hockey, unless you don't have it, then it's, you know, 100% of hockey. And at this time of the year, for some organizations like New Jersey, they're not getting stops, which is why they're blowing leads and losing games. And conversely, the Edmonton Oilers have gotten six, and, and some people say, well, Mike Smith didn't give him a quality start against L.A., except he made the stops when it mattered after the two giveaway goals. Um the owners have got if the, if these guys were starting pitchers, they would have got you know been given six quality starts so far, and I think that bodes well in terms of you know how Dave ha- uh, Tippett has handled the guys in between the pipes and both guys giving the orders some pretty good performances. Yeah, they really have, and you know you can look at it one of two ways. I I believe that the coaches can really make a goaltender, and I mean a goaltender that's maybe in that middle tier guys that are in that 10 to 20 range or even lower, quite frankly. When you have the right coach playing the right system, it can really enhance that player's career. Uh, We've seen it many, many times. A lot of people believe it's not true. It's the goaltender that carries it. System doesn't matter. I think that's hogwash. If you you look at the history of Dave Tippett, his teams traditionally perform very well defensively, and his goaltenders traditionally do well, including one of them on the roster who had some of his finest play in his career, Mike Smith. Well, so, uh, you know, in football, that's called game manager as a quarterback, right? Like, if you got a good defense, you just need it. Like when the Ravens won the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer, well, he was a game manager because, you know, it was about defense and not turning the ball over on offense and not giving up, you know, pick sixes and that sort of thing. And then the defense would help, you know, give them that ball possession game. Uh, Conversely, in, in hockey, if you have structure then that helps goaltenders make more saves. And for the most part, the Oilers have seen that. Should we be concerned about the lack of secondary scoring from Edmonton through the first six games? That the third and fourth lines, I mean, Gaetan Haas uh, and Joe Kim Nygaard against L.A. combined for a goal. That's been it. Everything else has been sort of driven, you know, either McDavid's line of Dreisaitl or James Neal with a couple even-strength goals against the Islanders. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. I'd like to see uh, Ryan pick it up a bit, Nugent Hopkins. 
I know that he's going to have some loss of opportunity. Maybe James Neal is maybe sucking up some of the opportunity he was getting last year, but overall Ryan's a, a, a quality proven scorer, and I think he's got a little bit more to give. Uh, but I would still be concerned about the lack of secondary scoring. I just it, It's critical. There's going to be a time as good as Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and James Neal have been, there's going to be a time when those guys hit the wall a bit. And it's the other guys that keep your season going and don't let it go off the rails. And I'm sure that that's something I haven't spoken to Dave Tippett since he's uh, been on the road. I'm sure we'll speak later this week. But I'd be curious to hear what he has to say about their secondary scoring. I know it's a hot button for him. I know it's something he was looking at in the summer. I know it's something that bothered him, um, but it's been a little bit washed away with how hot the Oilers have started. And in particular, when you have the first and second leading scorers in the National Hockey League, you tend to forget about some of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The power plays, 8 for 20. James Neal has six power play goals. He has eight goals overall. He scored seven goals last year in 63 games. He's got eight and six. Is it out of the realm of possibility that he scores 25 goals this year? Nope. Nope. I was just thinking about it this morning, talking with another uh, one of my cohorts, and I think absolutely, uh, I think he could easily crest the 30-goal mark and potentially even the 35-goal mark, which would be a really nice uh, bounce-back season for James. The questions continue to fester out there. What happened in Calgary? Yeah, Uh, They have some pretty talented players. Uh, Somehow it, it just happened. I don't think there's any magic bullet or story that we don't know. Uh, Sometimes it just happens. I've seen it a million times as a player. I saw it as a general manager. I've certainly seen it as an agent. Sometimes it's just not the right fit for you. When it's not the right fit, when you were an agent, did you try to accelerate the the process to find a better location for your client? I never tried to tell general managers what to do as an agent. I always tried to ask them what are the possibilities. Are they comfortable with how it's going? Try to lead them down that path to get into a discussion because not all managers want to discuss that stuff, Bob, with agents. When they do, you generally know it's pretty far off the rails. But I like to be a little bit more proactive than that. And uh, generally the players are in tune with it, so you're getting the information a lot of times even before the manager is recognizing it. Um, but never tried to tell a guy what to do, just wanted to get him engaged on what are the possibilities, why isn't it working, and maybe it'd be better off if Player X was playing somewhere else. It clearly has been better off for James Neal not playing in Calgary and playing in Edmonton. Well, he wasn't on the first unit power play there, and the Oilers' first unit power play has McDavid, Drysettle, and Nugent Hopkins in a 1-3-1 formation as a three. Brian, I would argue that you might be able to come. I mean, you know, you're, you're, geez, you're in your, what are you, 53, 54? You could probably score 20 goals playing the net front presence with those guys, couldn't you? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We all like to joke about that, but the fact of the matter is I couldn't last one minute out there with these guys. They're so big and strong. Now, <laughs> I found that out when I was about 38 or 9, still playing with the pros in the summer as an agent and running the camps and uh, Eric Rasmussen ran me over one day and I was very, very upset. I did not find it humorous. He did. 
He's a bigger body. That uh, he, he was with Buffalo, right, for a while? Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. He was a bigger body. He never fought anybody really, but he was a heavy, heavy hitter. Yeah. And one day he thought he thought it would be funny if he gave me a, a pretty big open ice hit. And uh, at that point, I realized it's over, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, we're joined right now from both <laughs> NHL Networks, Brian Lott and Bob Stoffer with you. You know, there's been books, uh, and I got I got to get the book one of these days. But there was a book about, you know, uh, soccer English Premier Soccer programs that were constantly sacking managers, and then they bring it all in their own people. And I just think back to Calgary and James Neal, the three guys coming over from Carolina, right? Lindholm, uh, Noah Hannafin, Derek Ryan, and Derek had Derek did not have a great start. The other two guys did have a great start, but if I would have bet. You know, on the four players, like if you added Neil, it'll mix with the three Carolina guys and the coach coming over from Carolina. I would have bet that Neil would have been the fourth most likely successful player just because the head coach had prior history with those players and knew what he was doing, bringing those guys in. Yeah, clearly he had a vested interest. You got to be agnostic to that stuff. It's hard to do. It's just human nature. But uh, that's one of the strengths. Uh, of Dave Tippett. He's very fair to people, and people recognize that, and it helps them. Ultimately, not everybody is going to do great. Not everybody can get the opportunity that they need to do well, but uh, Tippy has a way of, of just really letting the players decide, and that's what resonates, and I believe that's what's going to help Edmonton, who's had an incredible start here, to keep things going. Now, is it going to be at the rate that it was? Um, you know, where they win five of every six games. I don't know about that, but I think they're going to continue to have a good season. Brian Lott joining us from the NHL Network. He is our headliner today for Touchback Safety, Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers. Now, Brian, I'll tell you, you got more references this week. Now, we do not get NHL Network in Canada, as you know, uh, but we get it in the States, and I watched it all weekend. And between Michael Rupp and Kevin Weeks, you got more plugs on that show than any guy going because you picked the Oilers to, uh, to make the playoffs. So they were uh, good for them. Uh, they were being good teammates and saying, hey, this was the guy that said the Oilers were going to take a step forward here. Um, just it, it's interesting in terms of back to Tippett and the structure because last night Darnell Nurse talked about the fact that we were too spread out in our approach and Tippett said we'll evaluate the same way we do after a loss as we do after a win and I got the sense not too high when you win not too low when you lose because sometimes when you have those wide ranges of emotions that's when mistakes in, uh, happen for organizations and that's the balance that I'm talking about. And the, the nice thing for the Oilers, and, and again, I, I don't like talking about Dave Tippett as so great in the inference that some of the other coaches weren't good. That's not the case. It's just just like a player needs to be in the right spot. Sometimes a coach needs the right group, too. This is a good fit for Tippy. He's got a great way of accountability. He's got Him saying that is not BS for the media. And there's been some guys through there that I felt BS their way a little bit with the media. That is not Dave Tippett. He will tell you what he thinks. He's been doing it right from training camp, even when, you know, through the preseason. He's just telling you what he thinks honestly. He's cautious not to hurt his own players in any way that, you know, would potentially um, deflate them. He's sensitive to that because of the number of games he played in the league. He's sensitive because 
he wasn't that superstar player. He was a, a, an excellent checking winger. And uh, it, it's all helping him. It's all making this, uh, it's all making him the right guy at the right time for this team. Brian, are the Oilers in the right division as well to make the playoffs? Do we know how? Certainly, it, yeah, early on it, it it feels like that. I mean, obviously San Jose has struggled out of the gate. Calgary hasn't looked themselves. Uh, Anaheim had an excellent start. Vegas has been a little up and down. Uh, before it's all said and done, eh, you're going to have to prove you're a top 16 team. Um, I thought the Oilers could do that, you know, from when I looked at their roster, looked at their new manager, looked at their new coach, looked at their star players. Um, but there's been a lot of surprises. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how uh, pleasantly surprised I've been with Ethan Bear. Yeah, He just really impressed me, his ability to make plays under pressure consistently. Uh, Pearson has surprised me. His ability to make plays, not doing anything special, but, you know, there, there's a lot of really good stories going on. Do I expect the Oilers to come down a bit? Yeah, I don't expect them to kill penalties at 95%. I don't expect them to score goals at 40% on the PP. So there's going to be a little regression to the mean, um, but there's still been a lot of really nice stories. Benning and Russell have really surprised me. They have their their game collectively looks much stronger to me. Um, you know, they're holding their own. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Got different tiers of who you're going to play against. Those guys are holding their own in their matchups. That's huge for the Oilers. Uh, the Oilers have missed the playoffs 12 out of 13. Lee, I mean, you're you're based in New York City working on the NHL Network. There's so much focus on those New York teams, and the Oilers went 3-0 and on that trip. But the league doesn't want to see Edmonton flounder, do they? I mean, there might have been a little bit of frustration when the Oilers won the lottery getting McDavid. The fact of the matter is Chicago has jumped higher with Kane and then Kirby Doc, 12-3 to for Doc, uh, who, by the way, did play last night for Saskatchewan product, got in the lineup in the AHL level last night, coming off a concussion. Um, and Patrick Kane, 5-1. to one. But uh, the fact of the matter is the, the, the league doesn't sit there and go, well, you know, it's... Because I think some people think, well, it's, they, they want the big markets. They want, you know, New York and Toronto. And don't get me wrong, it's good when those teams are good, but they're not sitting there looking at an organization that's missed the playoffs 12 to 13 years and going, well, I hope they miss it again. I, I mean, I think at a certain stage, the league probably wants to see a little bit of traction here. Agreed? Yeah, uh, 100%. I, uh, being in New York, I get a chance to stop by the NHL offices usually once a month. 
get to sit down with the commissioner, Bill Daly, at times and talk about things. I've asked them these questions in private, and I can tell you unequivocally, uh, Gary's not rooting for anybody not to make it. He wants to see teams do well. He's very clear about that. You can ask him uh, in private. You can ask him in a group of a thousand. It doesn't matter. He he's, he wants to see success stories. You know, uh, the Edmonton Oilers are an incredibly valuable franchise to the National Hockey League. They really have the flagship player for the league. It's not good when he's not playing in the playoffs. I would argue it's, you know, it's the opposite of what people would think, particularly in Canada. He wants to see the Oilers doing well. He wants to see good stories. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Brian, we appreciate you switching. Uh, you're a good teammate because uh, Specs flying today, uh, and I don't know what time he he, he rolled in last night because Chicago's his favorite city on the road. Uh, we'll look forward to hooking up next Wednesday. Okay. I'll catch up with Speck. He can buy me dinner in New York sometime. He never gets off his wallet. I'm just letting you know that <laughs> that never happens. Moss. All right, take... A lot of moss flying out of that wallet. Thank no. you, Bob. Hey, just one more for you. When you played, was there a guy that was notoriously cheap that was a teammate of yours that only ever wore one suit all season on the road or, you know, never tipped or anything like that, you know, had the short arms go when you guys went for dinner? We had one player. He actually physically had short arms, but it also matched his personality, and he bought a Corvette with his meal money, and he was very, very proud of it. He used to tell everybody. He played at the University of Minnesota Duluth. He was a defenseman, a big hitter. Can you guess this player? He was not a big man. UMD. Uh, UMD. He's, he's from the Paw in Manitoba. Kurt Giles? You remember these things about, what's that? Uh, Kurt Giles? You that said- is a bingo, the right answer. Kurt was very proud of buying a Corvette with his meal money through about his first five or six years. Bro. He bought a Corvette. He was a tough little SOB, you know. That's what I, what I remember is he did not back down. He had kind of a cheesy mustache. Well, you know what, Brian, a lot of guys in the 80s had cheesy mustaches going, but he had a, he had a you're laughing right now, right? Uh, <laughs> he was a great He was a great guy. He was my roommate. And uh, he still lives in the hometown I live here in Minnesota. He's the coach of the high school team, and uh, he's won a couple state championships. He's doing very well. And is he, fun- he was as cheap as they come. And does, did he, does he funnel kids to UMD? Uh, you know what? He really stays out of that. Yeah. He coaches the team. He won't talk very much to the parents. It's a little bit old school. Yeah. He's got his own way of doing things. He's, he's in a very... Uh, uh, excellent town. Anders Lee is from this town in right. the National Hockey League, and uh, he's had a tremendous amount of success. Well, I got lucky on Kurt Giles, but uh, this is my opportunity to plug the fact that, as you know, the University of Alberta, for the second time in the last two uh, calendar years, knocked off. It's U- unbelievable. They got, they got they obviously have a competitive team. Uh, the New Brunswick, by the way, dramatically outshot Boston College and then spanked Maine five nothing the next night. So Alberta beat uh, U of D, but lost to St. Cloud. And Ian Herbers, who you know uh, was very honest, he goes, "Bob, we sat a couple guys against St. Cloud. It came back to bite us. They kicked the snot out of us in that second game. Like they were much better than us. They have some guys that could really skate. But we brought our A game against U of D and got the win. And that's back to back national NCAA championships. So uh, one of these years, Brian, we're just going to have to have an NCAA 
NCAA champion, university sport champion, in other words, Alberta or UNB against one of those schools and play for the North American College Championship. Uh, they should. They should do it, man. It would, Absolutely. Yeah, it would be incredible. Hey, Brian, thanks a lot. All right, say hi to Kurt Giles for me. I will for sure. Thanks, Bob. You bet. Oh, I got lucky on that one. Just what he said, small. And I was thinking, small UMD defenseman played a long time. Yeah, Kurt Giles, I remember him. All righty, it is uh, 12.55 in Edmonton. We rolled right into a couple breaks there. That was Brian Lawton. He's our headliner today for Touchback Safety. want to tell you, uh, the folks from the Oilers Now Road Trip in New York City are now back in town. You can join us in March in Chicago to see the Oilers play the Hawks or come down to Tampa Bay in the second half of the season for a great hockey game and a five-night Caribbean cruise, the trip in Tampa. The packages all include bowl game tickets and welcome receptions with yours truly. People in New York were terrific. For the orders now, Chicago and Tampa Bay trips, call New West Travel 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with uh, Eileen Blell. Coming up at uh, 105 today, we're going to open up the phone lines on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. And you can text us at 630-630. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.